climb every mountain for every stream follow every rainbow till you find your dream climb every mountain for every stream follow every Welcome back to another episode of Black Therapy Uncensored. How are you feeling today? I really hope this quarantine isn't getting people down. I myself again a little stir crazy, but I'm staying positive because I got to stay positive for you guys, my public, my audience, my peoples. So today I want to discuss dreams and the dreams you may have because, you know, being on lockdown, it gives you time to be still and to reflect and to think about life and where you've been and where you are right now and where you want to go. And I know a lot of us have dreams for 2020 and, you know, it's still the beginning. It's still the first quarter and those dreams are not going as planned because, We have been put to a halt. God has stopped us. The universe has put us on punishment. And therefore, certain dreams can't be accomplished as a result. For me, personally, I'm accomplishing a lot of dreams. This podcast being one of them. So I'm not too, too uh, concerned and I'm not too discouraged. But I know for other people, if they had other dreams right now, they literally have to be put on hold. Like, there is no choice. A lot of people are celebrating birthdays indoors and virtually. A lot of people had to put trips on hold. A lot of people were, um, you know, weddings on hold. Just life has to be put on hold. Um, And with people not getting the finances and the support that they need... A lot of things can't happen if you want to go to school. Now it's not the time. Um, it's just it's just really difficult for everyone across the board. So let's talk about dreams. Um, let's start with the past. When you were young, what is it that you wanted to be when you grew up? For me, I went through many stages of what it is I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, So first things first, it was I wanted to be a nurse just like my mommy. Um, Shout out to my moms. Uh, She is a now retired RN and she worked in obstetrics for many years and then eventually in uh, transition transferred to infection control. And she's always been like my hero, my role model, the one I look to to, you know, model myself off of she's just very positive and I'm so glad that I have a mom like her who does positive things um and so yes when I was seven and in second grade and you know they have you write that little essay about what it is you want to be when you grow up and my thing was I want to be a nurse just like my mommy and so for a long while I went towards that path and you know I was I'm really great at the sciences um which is not surprising because I ended up studying psychology in college but you know I was really much into the sciences got in when I was in high school you know when I graduated eighth grade backtracking a little bit when I graduated eighth grade 
I got the one of the awards that I got at graduation was the science award. I got the reading and the science award. Um, so I'm very, <laughs> I'm, I can comprehend and I can read very well, and I'm very articulate at times with my words. You know what I'm saying? Not to toot my own horn, toot toot. And I got the science award. And then in high school, um, you know, I was really great at biology, chemistry. Um, I was more hands-on. So, like, lecture classes didn't do too much for me. But I was very, very much uh, hands-on. And good at just the application part of science. Um, Sometimes it took a little while for the lecture to get to me. But I was able to put it into practice and connect everything um, once I did lab and then college, I decided, um, I was going to continue to study science, but the dream of becoming a nurse over time kind of faded because I found interest in other things. Um, they were still science-based, but I changed them. So there was one year, I think when I was about 10, I think I want to say about 10. Mm, Yeah, we're going to say around then. I wanted to, I went on a take your child to work day and, you know, again, my mom works in a hospital, so I got to tour the hospital and I remember we went into a lab where for people that have like arthritis and like joint problems, you dip your hand into like this, this gel, this liquid, and when it comes out, it makes a mole of your hand. And so you would use that. And I was like, this is so cool. And I think it was a physical therapist. So I was like, man, I want to be like a physical therapist. Like, this is dope. Like the stuff they do, they work with patients, they help move them around. And I was like, this is just so, so cool. And then um, that, I, that my mind changed and I was like, well, you know, when you're young, you're like, well, what's better than a physical therapist? I was like, yo, be a doctor. And so for a long time, being a doctor was a thing that I wanted to do. Like that was my dream. Like that was what I was going to be. I was going to be a doctor, Dr. K Robinson at the time. And I was going to be an obstetrics because my mom was, a, um, you know, she was an obstet- obstetrics. RN. So I was just like, yo, I'm gonna just follow suit of my mom. But instead of being a nurse, I'm gonna be a doctor. And that is that was my goal for like the longest. I was just like, okay, that's what I'm gonna be. And I went on that path. Like I told you in high school studying all the sciences and I was really good at them. Um, And then going to college and then college like listen, I was telling my students, you don't know school and what you really want to be to you in college. Like, academics in college is like a totally, totally different thing. Like, people got to understand, like, what you thought you knew, what you thought you was learning, you wasn't learning. You didn't know until you get to college. And the science started to kick my tail when I tell you in college, like my biology classes, my chemistry, like biology was fine. I could like kind of BS my way through that, but chemistry was kicking my butt. And then we took anatomy. Like I never got to the anatomy and physiology part because I kind of just gave up. I was just like, I can't do this. And it wasn't even like the sciences because I could kind of push through that. It was the math part. Because in order to be a doctor, you got to know how to balance equations and prescribe medication and make sure that whichever you're prescribing to your, to your, um, 
your patient is not going to kill them or it's going to actually make them feel better and it's going to work. And that was this kick. And I was just like, yo, if I can't do this math, like I can't be a doctor because I'm the type of person that if I'm not 100% good at something, I ain't going to do it. Like, that's me. That is me. And so for that, I was just like, yo, we just not going to do it. And I, at that time, I was studying psychology. And so then psychology then ended up becoming my main focus. Little do people know. Psychology is the science of the mind. Had I really thought this out, I could have done psychiatry and be making buku dollars. But again, I didn't really think it through. I kind of gave it for myself, right? And so that was past tense. That's back then. So I'm asking you all, what were some dreams that you have? But aside academic dreams, right? I also had dreams of like being, being, like, so there's two sides to me. And I know this podcast sounds like it might be jumping over the place, like my thought process. You can see how my thought process is going. But there's two sides to me. So there's like the really academic side, um, the side my parents wanted me to do, where it's like, you know, you got to go to college. If you're not going to college, you got to work. Right. And then there's the creative side of me that little that people don't really see as much because I'm very critical and hard on myself to the point of I never, ever want to put out a product that I'm not 100 percent sure about. So here's what happened when I was about 12. I said to myself I want to be a singer I'm going to be a singer never occurred in my head that I probably need to take like vocal lessons but I love to sing around the house so much and I love music so much that I was like okay I could carry a tune it's not that big of a deal then at the time I had a family member living with us and like they played guitar so that influenced me even more to like literally want to be a singer like this is I was like this is what I want to do the rest of my life I want to be a singer I want to do something with music um I was like and if it's not a singer then I want to produce music because my ear for music is like uncanny like I hear things in songs that nobody else is checking for so when you hear me like repeat a song it's because I'm hearing something new each time I listen to that song. So from like 12, 11, 12, I was like, I'm going to be a singer. And I started like, I even started like writing songs. So I did like a lot of poetry when I was 11, 12. Unfortunately, the book that I had everything written in, because I gave up on myself, it, I threw it away. I have no idea where it is. When I moved into the apartment I live in now, I have no idea where that book is. I can't even tell you. I'm pretty sure I threw it out. Because I literally gave up on myself and was like, this is crap. You can't present this to the world. You're not good enough. So those were the things I told us, right? This is how we talk ourselves out of our dreams. But that passion for music always stayed there. That passion to have a voice always stayed there. And so let's fast forward a little bit to then college, right? There's an opportunity to do the radio at my school and nobody really knows this because I never really shared it with anybody and it didn't come to fruition. So it's not like somebody did hear me and I said no and I turned on an opportunity. It didn't ha- what happened is I I stopped myself from an opportunity and it was I was listening, you know, you at college, you hearing the, you know, the music going on in the student lounge or the student cafeteria, the student cafe. And I'm like, yo, this music's whack. 
like this don't speak to the people in New York. And I'm looking at all the minorities in the school cafeteria and like they're keeping to themselves. Like if the music was popping, it would be a lively joint. Like no one's really paying attention to it because it's corny music. Now, I didn't go to like HBCU, which now I kind of regret. Like if if there's one thing in life that I kind of regret is not going to like HBCU because the person that I am. I probably should have gone to one, but it's probably a good thing I didn't go to one because I've probably been a hot mess and I probably would have been like a teenage mom or something like that. Anywho, I'd have probably had a kid at like 20. Um, you know, seriously. So I came up with a whole like back in the day when you uh, did word art and you would come up with like, you know, flyers and stuff. And so my show was going to be called um, at the time with Beanie, not Beanie Man, Elephant Man had log on, log off. And I was just like that. And I was, you know, a Leah fan, whoo, hard body Alita fan. And I was going to name the show Beats for the Streets. And I had a whole like slogan, log on, log off. And I was going to go and present it. First of all, I couldn't find a door for the damn studio at the school. So that's, that's what number one went wrong. And then the person I was back then, I wasn't assertive. So unless somebody walked out of a door, I wasn't going to be like, hey, knock, knock, knock. Is this the radio station? Can I try out? And as a result, I never did because I couldn't find the door. I didn't know if someone was in there. I didn't know what to do. And I literally just, you know, kind of like gave up on myself. Um, If memory serves me correctly, I think somebody did come out at the moment. And they were like, oh, nobody's in the studio now. Come back. But I never came back. And I was just like, forget this. I'm not going to do this. Um, I have a voice, but I'm not going to do this. They were like, oh, you can come back between these hours. And if you really want to do it, you would be hosting like this time. And at the time I was working. So it was just like, well, I can't really do those times. But I was just like, forget it. I'm just not going to do it. Because it just sounded like really complicated at the time. I really kind of wish I did do it and stuck to it. But it is, you know, these are these are dreams. These are dreams that I had. But it's funny how if something is really meant to be, if it's something that you're really supposed to do, it will come back and it will revisit you later on in life, which now brings me to the present. So about two years ago, I decided to um, sign up for Spotify's Women of Color podcasting competition. I didn't have a good idea at the time. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I just wanted to do something, but I really never mapped out what that was going to look like. This is why now I plan, plan things and I write things out. And I just kind of, I've gotten better over the years because I've actually just thrown myself into it rather than just give up on myself. Um, And so I applied for that. And a lot of us just got declined because they had to narrow it down to 10 people and they were not they were not expecting so many people to apply. I don't know what they were thinking. Everybody has a voice, especially women of color, and if we have the opportunity to speak that voice, we're going to do so. So I applied to that. I got turned down. I don't even know what my podcast was going to be about. I think I was trying to again do mental health and music and for some reason in my head I couldn't figure it out until now I've kind of make it work for me. So I add a little music here and there and speak something and hopefully people get gems from it. 
Now it's a little bit more organized in my head because I've had time to write it down and flesh it out and see what the vision would look like. So the idea that I had then is not even the idea that I present to you all now. Like I've revamped and rebranded this idea so many times, but it all started with the dream. And I said to myself, like, I have a voice. I have to use it. No one really knows how much stage fright I have, how critical I am of myself, how much I hate my voice. And I don't care for other people to, like, really hear it on a level of, like, a radio or a podcasting show. But I knew I had something to say and something of value to give others. And I was just like, yo, the feeling's not going away. And this helps, again... As I say in every episode, this helps me to help you, to help me, to help you, right? So I'm trying to be the best version of myself by helping you be the best version of yourself, which helps me to be the best version of myself. So I got rejected from that. And I was just like, oh, I really wanted to do that. I said, well, how can I actually make this happen if that door closed? So now I'm at a point in my life where that door did close. And I'm like, shoot, but I still want to do this. So how do I open up another door and make it work for me? So I went back to the drawing board. I was like, what do I want this podcast to look like? What does this dream look like? And so the dream started to look like I was mental health tidbits, right? So I was like, okay, I want to give people mental health tidbits, but I don't want to be stuffy, right? I don't want to come from like so scientific. I'm not a doctor. I'm a psychotherapist. But how do I do this just being me and not coming across as someone who's not me, right? I can be very, I could give you a lot of information. I could be very scientific, but people are not going to get that. And I need people to understand in late, layman terms what it is I'm talking about, right? Because I can write very complicated And I can write on a level, I used to be a research assistant, so I can write on a level where those people would get it, but I wanted everyday people to be able to relate to it. And I also wanted my people, my community to be able to relate to whatever I was speaking about. So I was like, how do I get people on board with the whole mental health thing without boring them? So I was like, hmm, if I add some music into it, that'd be great. That I'm going back and forth. I was like, but okay, that's great. But you would also need clearance to play music. You just can't be playing music willy-nilly now. So then I was like, well, the only thing that makes me different than other people is my personality. Like, I have a knack for making others laugh and for entertaining other people. So I um, I just decided that I was going to... Um, I just decided that I was going to, to, um, do this podcasting thing. And if I, if I did well, I did well. And if I failed at it, then I was just not going to revisit it anymore. But radio is something I always wanted to do. And then, and then the best thing that happened was I had an opportunity to meet, um, what's her name? One of my one of my sheroes, Angie Martinez, and at her book signing and my voice, and that kind of gave me the inspiration that I needed to go forth with the podcasting thing. 
which inspired me even more because I think I read that after, soon after the rejection from Spotify and I was just like, okay, we're going to make this work. You have stuff to say. You got to say it. People want to hear your voice. I was posting like little daily positive things. I was doing my daily positive videos. I was, and people were liking them and people were, you know, tuning in little by little and they want to watch my live videos and like, that was really great. And it wasn't just enough for people to validate and believe in me. Like I needed to believe in myself. The problem with me is I am such a perfectionist. You know what the hardest part of the podcast thing is? Was me finding a name to give the podcast. Like, I just didn't want to record something. I needed to, like, give it an identity. Like, just giving it a, a, a name wasn't enough. Like, I needed, I mean, just recording episodes wasn't enough. Like, I needed it to have a name and an identity to help me out even more. And so this is where it brings me to Black Therapy Uncensored. I thought I had a name a year ago, and I'm going to let it go because I feel like the more I talk about it, the more bitter I sound. But I, um, Therapy Uncensored was launched last year. It'll be a year come July, the end of July, July 27th. But somebody in another state has it. And I was like, well, what distinguishes me? If I want to help my community, what's going to distinguish me from everyone else and so then I put the black in front of it and you know what it's stuck black therapy uncensored that's that's where we at that's a dream that I have and this is a dream that I'm going to continue with so where do I see this dream going in the future this dream that I see going in the future is providing you all with content that you want to hear right we're going to talk about mental health whether it's for men whether it's for women whether it's for children we're going to address the issues in the black community because I can only speak for the black community we we're going to address the issues in the Caribbean community because I'm not only black I'm a black Caribbean that's my ethnicity right we're going to discuss those issues we're going to erase the stigma we're going to get through this together and we're going to laugh about it we're going to really have discussions about it um shout out to my girl men who's going to be on an episode soon and we're going to you know talk about it because she's a blogger and so I you know utilize her wisdom and her words because she's very very articulate to like help me with my podcast and ideas and so we're just going to talk about a variety of topics you know so far we've talked about social distancing we've talked about being a friend we've talked about um just being yourself feelings versus emotions you know I'm soon going to talk about men and mental health when June comes. Like, a lot of episodes are going to be geared towards men. You know, right now it's Women's Month, and I'm, I'm gearing it towards women. So what I'm asking you is, what is your dream? What is it that you had hoped to accomplish? What is it that you're working on right now? And what is it that you're working towards in the future? Because if you don't know where you've been then the present really doesn't matter. Therefore, you're not going to know where you're going and you get lost in the sauce, right? We're just doing a whole bunch of things because I think I'm good at this, so I should do this. There's things we are good at, but there's things that we don't want to do, right? Like, I'm really great at cleaning and organizing, 
Is that something I want to do for other people? No, because it takes so much energy. The podcasting thing I'm sticking to is because I have a voice. And for years, I've been telling myself, I've been silencing myself. I've been comparing myself to other people. I've been allowing other people's dreams to dictate how my dream is going to go. Oh, I can't do this because they're doing that. But why can't we both be doing the same thing? Or are we all doing the same thing? We're all just presenting it differently. Right? And the funny thing is how I know now that this is a dream that's supposed to be reality and I'm supposed to be working in this gift that God has given me that I'm only now realizing it, like the gift of my voice, is another opportunity has arise for me to present it to other people and teach other people. Like I'm still in the early phases with me, but God saw it so fit that now he's like, yo, I want you to present this to other people. That's how God talks to me in my ear. He'd be like, yo, okay, cut the crap. This is what you're going to do. And so that's that's what we're we're working. That's what we're working on. And that's when I say we, I'm talking about me and my Lord, Savior, Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit talking to me and blessing me with these ideas and this information. So what I want to leave you all with is not to be discouraged, not to be discouraged when things don't go your way. Not to give up on your dreams. If it's something that keeps revisiting you at different points in your life, that means it's something that you need to go towards. Who would have thought after 20 years when I decided not to go to the studio at the college campus that I would now be doing a podcast and people are actually tuning in. And there's people that are like, yo, she's doing more episodes. Like now, like that is, that's inspiring to me because it motivates me. Because it was for a moment, a long time last year, like a huge chunk of 2019 where I stopped myself from recording. Because I was like, nobody wants to hear it. And so if I feel like nobody wants to hear it, I'm not going to record it. But then I realized it was less about everybody else and more about me because I needed to hear it. I needed to hear the information I was giving other people. And in me hearing it, and then open the doors for other people to hear it and help them heal. And when people were like, what you said yesterday helped me. Or I was feeling discouraged, but then I listened to your episode and now I feel better. So I want you to really think about your dreams. And I know we're all locked up and so we have a lot of time to sit and reflect. Just think about what it is you're trying to accomplish in this time being. What is it that you can create right now? So that when we are finally free, that it's ready to go. Like I didn't want to wait till after we get out of quarantine and then start creating episodes. Like, I want to be ahead of the game so that when we are free, I've already got, I'm like on a season two. And I've already got a great following going on. So I just want you all to think about that. I thank you all for, you know, continuously tuning in. Right? And we're going to get through this. We all have dreams. And, you know, our dreams are, are, are what propel us to do and motivate us in life. And some dreams become realities and some dreams to stay dreams. But it's for you to find out which ones are going to stay dreams and which ones are going to become reality. I had a dream to be a doctor. That kind of stayed a dream. I'm not a doctor. 
unless I go get my PhD. But it wouldn't be like a doctor, doctor. It would just be, it wouldn't be a doctor of medicine. It would be a doctor of psychology or counseling, right? And so that kind of saves the dream. I had a dream to be a singer, but that dream is staying a dream because I have severe stage fright. But God was like, he's going to use my voice in a different way. And so now I have my podcast. And so now that dream still becomes a reality, but in a different way and in a different kind of setting. Besides wanting to be a singer, I always said I wanted to like have a talk show or be on the radio. And look, I feel like one day that's going to happen. God is just going to, this opportunity is going to fall in my lap. And I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to that. So I don't get, I get more motivated every day and less discouraged daily. So now it's easier for me to hit record for an episode rather than like, nah, I'll do it tomorrow. So I don't put off tomorrow what I could do today. I do today now. I don't put it off at all. Because putting it off is giving somebody else the opportunity to do what I know I can do. And I know what I'm capable of. So think about your dreams. And in the words of Michael Jackson, have you all ever seen the Jackson 5, The American Dream with Little Michael, the guy that played Little Michael? And he sang at the talent show and that's how he knew he wanted to sing. He wanted to be a singer. He wanted to perform because that feeling on stage made him feel like, wow, I got this. And he sang and everybody was proud of him. And he sang, climb every mountain, for every stream, follow every rainbow till you find your dream. And so I leave you with those words and say, peace out, one. Looking for a way to start your podcast or boost your existing podcast? Download Anchor app today, available in the App Store or in Google Play for all for your iPhone and for your Android users. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The tools they provide allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it'll be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if you have less than five listeners, you can make money from your podcast. Again, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What are you waiting for? Download the app right now. Available in the App Store or Google Play.